This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning television program, radio shortwave, social media. Welcome. We're in my college chapel at World Ministries International in front of a live audience. My message today, God promises total victory. Total victory. Mark 16, 15 through 20. He said unto them, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable to his death. Paul wanted to know him. Jesus must be the center of our life. As one of our ladies here mentioned, we need to know him deeply. He needs to embody us, that we might know him. Paul wanted to know him personally. He wanted to know Jesus deeply. Paul wanted to know, the Greek word dunamis, released energy. To know Jesus, we have his power, his authority. That's why he said, go tarry until you are filled with my authority or you can't represent me victoriously. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, critical. God promises total victory for you. The first thing you must do to have victory over your problems is to realize God has promised it to you. God desires your deliverance from problems regardless of the realm they are in, whether spiritual, physical, financial, or social. Oh, hallelujah. Amen? That covers it. Secular psychiatry tells us that we must accept our problems and learn to adjust to them as our lot in life. But that is not God's plan for you and I. That's not what the word says. We must set our sights on the godly counsel of the Bible, where we find God's wisdom concerning our problems. Psalm 119.24, your testimonies also are my delight and my counselor. Your testimonies. 
if I didn't want to cover a lot, I could tell you a lot of testimonies. Tumors just disappearing off my lungs and just, they thought I had cancer in the kidney. I could tell you so many testimonies. God wants us to have testimonies, amen? He wants us to have victories. We are a living Bible showing the reality of God. What does God say regarding his will to help solve problems? The Apostle Paul gives his understanding of the subject in 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. The fragrance, oh, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit. We are told in these passages that total triumph is promised to the believer in Christ. We are to realize that God will always cause his people to triumph regardless of the dilemma. This is the approach we must take in dealing with the difficulties that confront us daily at home, on the job, anywhere. Right now, our nation. There's victory in Jesus for you. Praise the Lord. Luke 10, 18 through 19. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. And over all power of the enemy, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus is telling his followers that the reason they were given authority over the devil was so that no harm could come to them. Now, you can't bind the devil from ruling the nations because he's the prince of this world. Jesus will bind him and throw him into the pit and then the lake of fire. But as we accept Christ, we have limited authority and jurisdiction so he cannot destroy us. So we can cast out demons. We can protect our family. Amen? Obviously, you can't bind him in the United States or we would have done it a long time ago and we wouldn't be getting worse. We'd be getting better. Don't you think the apostles would have bound the Roman Empire? Well, again, in order for Satan not to have authority in the principalities, there has to be national repentance to take away his jurisdiction. But we have limited authority and jurisdiction. He cannot affect us, our families, our home, our church, if we deal with this. And if we lead a national repentance, we save our nation. Amen? Jesus is telling his followers... The reason they were given authority over the devil is so no harm could come to them. We don't need to just sit back, sirrah, sirrah, and just take his beating. Man, I don't do that. I hope you don't. I've been attacked many times. Praise God, he doesn't intend that you ever be harmed in any way. He says in Psalm 91.10, no evil shall befall you. With the problems we do face, we must know that God our Father is not the cause. We must remember that there is a devil, our adversary, who's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy during every moment of every day. Satan is a tormentor, oppressor, thief, and destroyer, not Jesus. To win life's battles over the devil, we must know that total victory is God's will for us. And it's promised in the word. Do not accept anything less. You know, when I went to Hawaii, they did not give me hope every day for Melita's life. Bleeding uncontrollably, double skull fracture, intubated. Every day I fought and fought and fought and fought. I would not be denied. We should be willing to fight. 
Not sit back, sirrah, sirrah, what will be will be, because we don't understand our authority. We're not embodied and filled with the Holy Spirit to do proper battle. Yes, when God's sovereign will is made, like in the Bible, you get up, wipe your face, and serve God again. My first wife. I've seen so many miracles, so many people healed, so many people of everything come back from the dead. And yet, it wasn't his will. Um, he wanted to promote her to heaven. And he gave me a wonderful blessing. And so, um, praise God. Amen? We need to understand these things. Praise the Lord. God's people understood in the old covenant they could never be defeated no matter what the odds as long as they were faithful to Jehovah. Now we know they weren't faithful a lot and there had to be a lot of problems that came their way because of that. Because the Bible talks about A, B, C, D. If you do A, B, C, D, I do this. If not, I do this or I allow this. And so they, they came under a lot of persecution, needless and a lot of judgment because Many times they were rebelling against God, they were living in sin, and the devil was beating them up. Obviously, we need to repent of any area of known sin. Praise God. God does not intend the devil to win over your life. If you are under the blood, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're in right relationship, he doesn't expect the devil to defeat you. To win life's battles over the devil, we must know that there is total victory again. We must know it. It must be intuitive, innate. We know it, we know it, we know it, we know it. My little boy, two years old, about a month ago, 102.5. That's pretty high for a little boy at two years old. Most people would have run to the doctor a long time before 102 and a half. But we went into praying and anointing and uh, fighting and uh, praise the Lord, um, he was healed. Amen. But both Adalia and I understand our spiritual weapons and our authority. And we go into battle if we have to fast. The Lord continually calls them to triumph in every face of impossible odds. Whether it was against starvation, thirst, the elements, opposing armies, or soldiers, nothing could harm them. When they were in relationship, nothing could harden them. When they were in obedience, the exodus, they were in obedience. They listened to Moses. Now, if they did not listen to Moses, they would have never got out of Egypt. They were threatened and even attacked just like you and I will be. But when they believed the prophets, they were invincible. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run for it and are safe and are safe. I know that since Adani and I have been married, I mean, I've had some attacks with my health. I'm, I'm fine. But I had some attacks, and uh, she went into praying and fasting. I was, I was said, wow, she really loves me. Yeah. And uh, I would wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning, and, and she's on her, I know I'm not, she probably doesn't want me to say these things, but I think this is a good testimony. She would be at one o'clock in the morning outside of her bed with a prayer shawl over on the floor praying to God, save my husband. She knew how to pray. She knew how to fast. And some of you know some of the dilemmas I've gone through in the last couple of years, including a time for whatever reason, just couldn't walk. And then can severe cancer that, that uh, 
they were concerned with. And, and you'll, have to, you'll have to be there for eight surgeries or, or whatever. Or, and then if that don't work, we go further and then, you know, going to their other methods. Not that I would follow those other methods of chemo and radiation, but, but we prayed, fasted. And I told them before they did the first one, one and we're done. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice, Dr. Hansen. Well, it was one and done. Amen. Amen? Amen. They said they couldn't even find it. Woo! I mean, they went in for it because it, they couldn't get it out the first time. And so, but now they couldn't find it. Well, I feel pretty good. <laughs> and it was a serious one. Dr. Mike would tell you it was a very serious one that I had. Spreads fast. Feelers and everything else and spreads. And Hallelujah. But I know my God. Do you know your God? See, we know our God. We know our authority. We know the promises of God. You must be convinced that God is on your side. Point number two. You must be convinced that God is on your side. If Moses wasn't convinced, do you think he would have went before Pharaoh? Not on your life. If David wasn't convinced, you think he would have uh, uh, talked Saul into letting him uh, uh, go after Goliath? Not on your life. We could go on and on, the heroes of the Bible. They were convinced that God was on their side. Look at Elijah. You know, the, the prophets of Baal. Hey, come on, boys. And he kills 850 of them. God does through him. These men and women of God, Esther. Do you think Esther would have went before the king when she could have been killed on the spot? Because she wasn't, you know, there was no appointment. And to do that, if he doesn't receive you, you're killed. And yet she saved her nation because she knew God was on her side. Amen. Amen. And that to me, we're in a fight for America. God is on our side. Yes, Don't give up. Yes. Don't give up. Yes. Eagle saving nations, we're coming to your town. We're coming to your state. We're going to be in your arena, your stadium. Eagle saving nations. The men and women of God are rising up to take back America. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. You must be convinced that God is on your side and that he is fighting for you. The size of the enemy doesn't matter. Total victory is guaranteed. Consider David the shepherd boy all by himself. He was more likely no match for Goliath. You know, a little shepherd boy, his, his brother sort of mocked him. What are you doing here? Well, his brothers didn't have the courage to fight Goliath. You know, sometimes a, if you're a younger brother or sister... Don't let that bother you. God can use you even if he doesn't use your older siblings. The size of the opposition wasn't a factor. David was conscious of the giant that was on his side. God. The angels of God. That's what he was conscious of. When I go into countries, even of genocide, I know I have a giant angel they've seen in country after country after country. God is on my side. And I know nobody can touch me unless God allows it. The spirit came out of a man, just a spirit came out of the man. He fell over the dead who kept threatening. Righteous pastor, righteous church. People have rose up to attack and can't even move. God is on my side. Whatever giants are threatening you, whether divorce, sickness, lack, fear, fear of habits, Except the fact that total victory is your promise through Christ. Total victory. Do not accept anything less. Go in the battle to win. 
go in the battle to win. We're going into these eagle-saving nations to win. I can promise you that. And if you've seen some of the programs I've already done just coming after the traitors in this nation, and uh, if I didn't have the, the strength of God and the Spirit of God, I wouldn't already warn them, hey, get ready to be arrested. Yes. God is on our side. Second yes. Corinthians one twenty, For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen, to the glory of God through us. The reason the armies of Israel were sitting in defeat, being rallied on by their enemy, was that they didn't have hope. If you don't have hope, you lose. You know, many people would be uh, an Olympian, but they didn't have hope. So they didn't want to try, lest they lost. Well, they lost by not trying. You know, if the pastors previously in America, like the Black Robe Brigade, the American Revolution... If they didn't have hope in God for the victory because the British were the strongest army in the world at that time, we would be under British rule today. But they had hope. They knew who they were in Christ Jesus. Fire like most of the pastors today. We're free because of people that had hope to defeat impossible odds. They had hope in what? God. That God would give them the victory. Praise God. Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. A tree of life. I had hope in God that there's a scar there, but one day there won't be. A scar to the blessing of God. At least they didn't need to cut for eight times, eight surgeries, and I might not even have a cheek there, but they couldn't find cancer, they said. Yes. Yet it was there. That's why they scheduled it. Can you imagine being in God's army, going out to war against God's enemies and not knowing for sure if God wants you to win? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine playing, uh, if you ever were in sports, any of you out here? Okay, you're, you're, you're playing football and uh, you don't know if you can win. In fact, you're not sure you can. Well, I, you won't unless you're sure you can win. Are you there? My, I have a grandson that actually... Yesterday, I got a call up. Last night, they played in the championship. The championship. They made it through the playoffs. Man, I, I, I forgot all about it. I wanted to fly there, but it was way too expensive. I couldn't, you know. They played in the championship, but I'm sure they had hope, and they said they would win. Amen? Now, I'm going to call up, and I'm going to check, and then I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, he's going to say they won. Because they believed they could win. If you lose hope, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Dr. Mike, he's sitting in the audience. He does my teeth. Now, if you didn't think you could save my teeth, I, I want a different dentist. You better know you can save my teeth, Dr. Mike. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> David never considered anything but total victory before he entered the battle. The size of the opposition was not a factor. David was conscious of the giant he had in God and the army of God, the angels of God. Whatever giants are threatening you, whether divorce again or anything else, sickness, God can give you the victory. Can you imagine again, you not having any hope? If you don't have hope, you can't fight. You could not put forth your best, best effort. But when you know God wants you to win, you're filled with boldness and determination. Why am I so tenacious? Why am I so determined? Why am I so 
humbly I'll say bold, because I know I can win. God is with me. I know that. When you know God is with you, you should be bold as a lion. You should be an eagle flying and soaring over your enemies. I know God is with me. Satan wants to cast doubt in your mind on the issues. He knows if you don't believe for total victory is God's will, you probably won't stay in the fight long because you'll be double-minded and unstable. Are you with me? When you are unstable, you are likely to topple, to quit, to fail. God's will is for to give you victory and win every battle through faith. Don't let the possibility of defeat enter your thinking. Believe to win. Matthew 19, 26, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. I told Gabe, he has a friend, but the friend looks like he has given up hope. He shouldn't have given up hope. He can win, but if he doesn't get his head together, he's going to lose. Yes. Number three, God's desire for you to have total victory. Paul tells us, Philippians 4.19, that God will supply all our needs by Christ Jesus. There's absolutely nothing you need that will be withheld from you as a child of God if you realize God desires for you to have total victory. This may sound a bit ideal to some because we have been led to believe that God's program for our lives includes sickness, poverty, and other unfortunate happenings. Well, that's the devil's plan for our life, but I don't agree with the devil. No, if you turn the bio, pages of the Bible, you'll find out that even though God's people have encountered many trials and difficulties, he was always their deliverer when they repented. Their difficulties were because they were outside of the will of God. They were fighting God. They were stubborn. They were in sin. But when they repented, God gave them the victory. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. That is a promise of total victory for all living righteously in Christ Jesus. We must set our sights for those things which God says are possible to us. We cannot accept anything less for our lives, for ourselves, than what God has already promised you. God will be glorified through our lives and his victory clearly revealed to the world through his people as we begin to renew our minds and believe what God says. Can we believe what God says? Like Jackie said in the beginning, he must embody us. We, we must know him. He must be living through us. He must be our total all in all. It's not theory. I cannot be defeated. Should be our mentality. Like David of old, we must say, when surrounded by trouble, Psalm 27, 1 through 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked comes against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumble and fell. Though an army may camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise up against me, in this I will be confident. This should be very encouraging for what the nations are going through if you're a Christian in any nation. My grandparents went through a concentration camp in China and uh, during World War II when the Japanese took over China and brought in, and then communism came to China. But they knew who they were in Christ Jesus, and they had hope. They had hope. They had faith. Don't let the devil, who is the God of this world system, tell you that you must learn to accept certain problems as God's will 
And humbly learn to bear your burdens when the Bible says Jesus is the burden bearer. Isaiah 53, 4 through 5. Jesus is my burden bearer. Amen? One scripture that has been used as a catch-all when people feel defeated by the problems of life is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able but with the temptation, we'll make a way of escape that you might bear it. Many times we hear people say, when their family is in disarray or sickness strikes, oh well, you know, the Lord won't give me more than I can carry in this life. I guess he knows what we can handle, so I'll just accept it. Sad. And all along, deep down inside, we're really questioning why God would want us or allow us to have us go through this. Satan wants you to go through it. Folks, God wants you to know that he is a wonderful counselor, Isaiah 9, 6, and that he desires to show you how to solve your problems so you may live a quiet and godly life free from the molestations of the devil. Therefore, you must determine that God is on your side. You will not accept anything less than victory over your problems. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, the Lord is my helper not hinder her. God is our helper. Have hope. Have victory. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.